Welcome to Teacher to Teacher. Hey, it's good to be here. Yeah. I'm glad we're starting this finally. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Well, hey guys, I my name is Jeannie and I am a certified trauma practitioner and coach. I also hold a master's degree in educational leadership and have a principal certification. And my friend here is Jennifer, who... Yes, and I only have a bachelor's degree, but I am a real teacher and have been since I graduated approximately 13 years ago. All right. All right, so well, let's get started. Yeah, let's get started. And what are we what are we doing here? Well, I think the goal of the podcast is just to give teachers a safe place to listen to what's going on in the world of a teacher's lives and having, you know, some fun moments with those. With fellow teachers. Yeah, and teacher trauma. And hopefully they can, hopefully they relate to us. Well, I think there's a lot of us out there ready to quit these days, which takes us to our topic. Yes, exactly. Um, I've been reading, I don't know about you, and I don't know about any of our listeners, but I have been reading a lot of headlines recently about um, teachers quitting, teachers having a hard time in the profession this year. Um, here are a couple that I've seen. Why so many teachers are thinking of quitting. That's from the Washington Post, WashingtonPost.com. So, I wonder why teachers are thinking of quitting. Well, well, we'll get to that in just a minute, but let, okay. me, read the, let me read the other headlines. Excellent. Um, teachers are barely hanging on. Here's what they need. And that's from Cult of Pedagogy. I think that's a blog. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then um, this is the hard part of teaching. It's getting harder. And that's Forbes.com. I wonder why it's getting harder. Well, I think, I think this year um, has been particularly difficult because I think last year was a hard year. And I think, um, I didn't, I don't, I don't think that people took the time to really process everything that happened last year with the pandemic and how we had to pivot so much in education. And I think it's kind of coming around to, uh, to rear its ugly head. The trauma of last year is coming around to rear its ugly head this year. You know, I kind of, I kind of hate the word pivot because it seems like you can just change direction so quickly, but you can't. And I think that's what they've expected teachers to do. They did. They sent us home and said, learn all this technology over the summer. Teach from your homes. Teach yes. from your safe place, the oh. place of comfort. And not only teach, How dare they? but then you had to do your trainings at home. You had to teach children in the evening, in the morning, whenever they were available, it seemed like. Yes, yeah, some, some districts, yes. I read that some districts were having, like, elementary school teachers, um primarily do like evening classes because you know parents were away at work and stuff i i mean the situation was it varied obviously from right. state to state and district to district right. but yeah. our situation was definitely early on we were teaching from home and then we went back to the classroom last year but with masks and um I think we just tried to work through everything. We did. We, we didn't stop to say, how are the teachers? How are the students? And how do we get them through this time? Except 
they gave us extra training on how to relax and build resilience, which it was just really extra training because we were still saddled with the same expectations and responsibilities. And then they wanted to tell us, oh, and do this and relax. Correct. Correct. So, I mean, that's why I think, that's why I think this year has been particularly difficult. I think it's just kind of, I think, um, it's, it's caught up to us. I think, why do you think, why do you think, um, people are having, teachers are having such a hard time this year? Do you agree with me or do you think it's something else as well? Well, I I think all that is true and correct that teachers are still trying to catch up from a missing year, but we're still required to have the same expectations and responsibilities, and we're dealing with students, some who haven't been in school for two years because Mm -hmm. they stayed home or they've been sick or their family's been sick or, you know, for whatever reason, there's been no... um, Consistency? Yeah. There's no consistency. And I think that is coming to play in student behaviors and teacher behaviors in administration's reactions to how to solve problems, which I think trainings are band-aids, but we're not really looking at how we can overhaul the system or change the system so that everyone included in the system can breathe and relax and Ooh, get back like to, to what's important educating oh i love that and i love the trainings are band-aids because thanks yeah i just made that up i love it i i let's put it on a shirt let's do it (laughs) okay so um so what what do you think uh what do you think teachers schools administration students what do you think we should all do about it do we have any solutions Well, I think teachers have a lot of good ideas as to what they can do in their classroom. And I think... For students? For students. I think outside of the classroom, though, teachers are not learning to say no to extra responsibilities. I think teachers are still taking on that almost savior reflex that we are... I guess, encouraged to think we are. Yeah, I think it's ingrained in us. Yeah. I really think it's ingrained in us. Um, yeah, we want to save every child. I, yes, and I know that when I first started teaching, I remember, I remember feeling or hearing or having the idea that I was not just a teacher. I was, you know, I was the mother in the classroom. I was their sister. I was their aunt. I was their friend. And I remember struggling with that a lot. Yeah, that list goes on to counselor. Yes, definitely. Um, Psychiatrist. Yes. I mean, we are involved in every aspect of a child's life that most of their families and parents don't even see or understand. Correct, because they're out of the house and they're potentially different people, you know, in their, it's their social setting, you know, and they're potentially different people. Um, I definitely agree that, um, teachers are not saying no, they haven't learned yet to say no, but I think that, I think that they need to, we all need to. Well, I think the fear is if I say no, 
Am I not doing enough? Or am I going to get fired? Exactly. And no one wants to get fired. Teachers love their jobs. They love what they do or they wouldn't be in there. But I think teachers need to learn to set boundaries. And part of that, I think there's a real a real fear that we're not sure where we can set our boundaries. And we have to practice with small things daily. Like, for instance, a friend of mine, she no longer teaches at a school, but she still sees or interacts with students from that school on occasion and that those students asked her to come to her their musical. And so she gave up her own time to do that. That was really kind of her. But at what point do teachers have to say, you know, thank you for the invite. I'll see what I can do. Mm -hmm. And then know that that's not what's best for them. For the teacher. Yeah. That's not not, what's best for the teacher to give up their personal time. Because when are we going to support? Yeah. When are we going to? To show support. Sorry. Oh, no. But when are we going to relax or re get our rest and recuperate from our long days or from our hectic afternoons or from what we're trying to do as a teacher? Correct. Um, not don't not giving up your personal time to go to students things. Well, it's not that I I don't think we should we should support our our students. Definitely. But not to the detriment of our mental health. Correct. We need time to step back and reflect and relax and um be ready for the next day because once you enter that classroom, once that bell rings, you're on for eight hours. There's really, other than a lunchtime in which we're making copies or sending emails or conferences where we're meeting with other teachers, there's no time for teachers to really stop and take a breath. During the workday. During the workday. So Correct. if we're not doing that on our own after school because mm-hmm. we're jumping from you know, our own family's needs to our students' needs, when are we going to do it? So what would you say, you know, what would you say to a teacher that is, um, is saying, I don't have enough time to do all of the things that I'm being asked to do. I don't have enough time. You know, I'm working through my conference. Well, of course, um, I'm working through my lunch. Mm. You know, what can those teachers do? Teachers that feel that way. I think I would probably, at first, take a, you know, keep track of how I'm spending my time in the classroom, how I'm spending my time throughout the day. Look around and say, am I spending a lot of time talking to other teachers that isn't about academics and students? Mm-hmm. Am I, you know, dawdling in the library or spending time um, just in off-task conversations. And even though we need those, is that pulling away from your conference time? Is it pulling away from you having a relaxing lunch because you didn't necessarily get all that you wanted to get done on conference, so now you're working into your lunch? But I think looking at ourselves and holding ourselves accountable to our time that keeps us on track for the day um, is you know, one of the primary things we can do. Um, so I know in my, in my, uh, experience, Mm -hmm. you know, I've always had a lot of preps and then I've always had within those, you know, four preps, I've always had, you know, 
the different sections mm-hmm. of, you know, on-level classes and then, um, you know, uh, honors classes. What, and I always, I would always say no to extra duties. I would always say no to, you know, sponsoring a club or sponsoring a an activity. I don't know. I guess it's just sponsoring a club. Um, but that was always, that was always something that people, <laughs> that was always something that colleagues or maybe some admin would be like, well, you know, you really need to be, you really need to sponsor a club or, you know, you really need to show some leadership here. Um, you know, and my answer to that was always no, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting it done in the classroom. Well, I think Thank most, you very much. <laughs> most schools have either time before class begins that teachers have to be there or 30 to 45 minutes after school ends as part of their work day. Mm-hmm. I would say do what you can in those minutes. Mm. Make those minutes count. And make yourself a schedule and say, this is what I can get done today. This is all I'm going to try to get done today. And then feel feel safe knowing that you've done the best you can. Yes. And also, I think um, I would also say, you know, work on one thing. Oh, multitasking is such a waste of time to me. I think that's I think that's scientifically been proven. But but I, even more than that, I was I was going to say, you know, focus on one thing. So for example, let's say I did want to sponsor a club. That would be like my one thing to work on that year. And I would and I would only take that on if I was solid with if I felt like I was solid with everything else, which I never did. So it never happened. But um well, you, nothing works when we're scrambling every time for everything. Well, exactly. And that's where I constantly was. But let's say that I had finally gotten to a point where I, I felt confident that I was solid in other places. Then my thing to work on that year would be to sponsor a club. And then I would try to work out, you know, okay, I, I have 30 minutes after school. So how can I best use those times, that time once a week to sponsor this club and that's it and if you're sponsoring a club the students should be running the club i'm just there i'm in the classroom offering up my time that's what everybody says that's what everybody says well then everyone needs to figure out how to do it i know but and so i think the reality is that that doesn't happen probably because teachers feel so inclined to do the extra we need to stop doing the extra Teachers need to stop doing the extra. Can we say that it's okay as a teacher? Teacher to teacher. No, well, we're, we're not there yet. Oh, but, dang. <laughs> but what I was going to say was, as a teacher, mm-hmm. it's okay to be it's okay to be a basic teacher. Is that okay? Can we say that? I don't like the word basic. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't but... like the word basic because I think teachers teach with their heart. And I don't know any other profession that really does that. Except maybe oh, oh, the medical let's... profession. Correct. So I don't think... let's, let's do the opposite. How about we say, um, you don't have to be extra. Don't be extra as a teacher. I don't know. I'm trying to work I in. I like being extra. I'm trying to work it, but 
you but we, but we need to say no to these extra things well i think you need to be solid and in your own schedule and routines for your classes before you take on anything extra. And so, can you give us, can you give us, you know, you have your, your principal certification. Can you give us a script for, you know, what we need to say to admin when they come to us, you know, asking for things, asking for the extra? Well, I think I would just say I'm looking forward to starting maybe an extra club or sponsoring a student event. However, you have given these, given me these other duties that I need to take care of first. Mm-hmm. Then your answer is, that's do your you, answer. Do you think teachers need to be more honest with, with, you know, admin or department heads? Do you think we need to be more honest with the higher ups and just maybe like, explain like hey you know I'm I'm struggling to or maybe maybe some people aren't comfortable using the word struggling but like I'm I'm I don't know what words I don't know if you're trauma sensitive struggling is a real problem I I love that word and and I I use that word all the time I mean I I think every day I say to at least one person I'm I'm struggling today well, and struggling doesn't necessarily mean you're fa- failing. No. It just means, you know what? I'm keeping up, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm... But it's hard. Yeah, it's really hard. And I think maybe that's what teachers aren't saying. Maybe that's the message that admin isn't hearing. Or the... Maybe it's not admin. So maybe we do need to say, like, I'm I'm struggling. Yeah. I'm struggling to... I'm struggling to keep up with all of the the paperwork I'm struggling to keep up with. I'm struggling to, to make my parent calls this week. I like that, but we don't like to say we're struggling. A lot of us like to say we've got it and everything's fine. Well, but I think that needs to change. We are struggling. I think teachers are struggling. We're collectively struggling. Yeah. I think admin is struggling too, though. I think, I think education, education is struggling struggling. and no one is we, willing to find another alternative. We want to keep rowing in circles, doing the same thing that we've always oh, been doing. Isn't that insanity? Don't they say that? I think that? it's insanity. I don't know about rowing in circles, but going no, in circles is insanity. But doing doing the same thing and expecting different, different results, results oh, is... Yeah, I think that's insanity. Is what? Is it? I don't know. Uh, insanity? Whatever the quote is. Well, that's what it is. Well, okay. maybe they'll be insane well, you know after what? they listen to I'm... us. <laughs> I'm definitely here to say that I'm struggling. Well, I am struggling. I had a hard Friday, so I am struggling. Well, you know what? Let's, in the interest of um, work-life balance, Mm -hmm. let's talk about what's something that's going on in your life that's not education-related. Something personal. Well. That has nothing to do with your job. Well, let me see. Um... Something you're excited for, maybe? Okay. Thanksgiving is coming, which means my daughter's coming home from Ohio. So I'm excited to see her. Haven't seen her in about two months. How about you? What you got going on? Um, The Astros are going to the World Series. Oh, yes. Those Houston Astros have pulled it out. Yes. I wonder if they'll be cheating signs again. Oh, my gosh. No one can let it go. It's not even the same I've let it go. But no one can let it go. I've let it go, and I am so excited. I'm so excited that we're going to the World Series again. Yeah, that And I say we because I am personally, I will personally be, I'm I'm part of the team. Were you Stonians? I don't know. I don't know if you knew that, but I... 
Did you I, buy into the ting? I played last night. You play- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm excited about that. That is exciting. Go Astros. Yeah, yeah for sure. All right. So, teacher to teacher, we're, you're struggling. We're struggling. We're, we're struggling. Hey, but it's okay. Teacher to teacher, we're struggling. We're struggling. But it, it is okay. I think it's okay to say it. I think once you say it, you'll feel better because <gasps> yes, you definitely. don't have to hold it together. Mm-mm. Do you think that's part of the problem, teacher to teacher, that we're afraid to say it? Teacher to teacher, we're afraid to say that we're struggling. Well, let's not be afraid anymore. Mm-mm. I'm struggling. Alrighty. Well, you go on with your day and okay. do something fun. Yes, of course. Not teacher related. Not teacher related. Nobody do anything teacher related. It's, it's the, the weekend. weekend. And goodbye. Goodbye.